Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Bobby Maximus and Joe Sabula. Just a reminder, we are sponsored by Lalo Tactical, www.lalo.com. That's L-A-L-O for the best in shoes and tactical boots. Visit them, please. Use the code Maximus20 for 20% off. And also Meat Locker, www.meatlocker.com. The very best in steak, bacon, chicken. Maximus package is available. A subscription, uh, meat delivered to your door every single month. It's what I eat. It's what Joe eats. And we would recommend it. It's what you eat. Please support us and support yourself by by supporting them. We're very grateful for them. Today, Joe, we have a very interesting topic. Uh, we are finally talking about training. Yes. We have focused on a lot of uh, psychological stuff, sports psychology, focused a little bit on our backgrounds. We've even had a guest. Um, but our forte for both of us really is the world of training and exercise. And we wanted to talk about something that we are actually newly experienced with, mm-hmm. and that's training over 40 since both of us hit 40 not long ago. That's right. I'm excited about this one. I think uh, we, we've got a lot to share on this. We've got a lot to uh, to go over. So I think we should just hit the ground running. Let's just get right into it. So here's the deal. Uh, When I was, and I know you're going to tell people a lot of the same stuff here, Joe, but when I was 18 to 23 years old, I mean, even probably till 27, Mm -hmm. I could really do whatever I wanted when it came to training and recovery. I never got hurt in the gym. I could skip my sleep. I mean, there were nights I was sleeping two to three hours a night because I was partying in university or doing other things and I could still show up to the gym and crush it. I was never tired. I had a seemingly limitless amount of energy. Uh, If something happened where I did get hurt, I mean, I remember wrestling. I blew my ACL. I blew my MCL, my LCL. I came back really quick from those injuries. I mean, it just seemed that I could do whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. I could hit my body with a sledgehammer. And it would just respond in a good way. <laughs> yeah, I, my uh, my old college roommate Ethan and I we would uh, we'd go to sparring practice on a Friday night, beat the shit out of each other, then go out drinking all night, uh, be out till you know three in the morning, and then wake up the next morning and go to work. And it was a physical job, and so we'd be working all day long, like no big deal. You know, hangover, no problem. No, and and a lot of people do this. I mean, young kids can seem to get away with so much that us older guys can't. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't remember if you had a moment where you realized you were old. My (laughs) first moment came when I was 31 years old. Uh, It was just after I had my first son, Landon. And I got to tell you, I was exhausted. I was trying to keep up with 22-year-old, 23-year-old kids in the gym. Uh, There were some nights I really didn't take care of myself that well or, you know, the baby was up all night. Mm -hmm. And it wrecked me. And it was the first instance I had where I felt like I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. And that was at 31. Fast forward now to 40. And those feelings have done nothing but, I mean, amplify. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I used to work a, a shift job. I was a prison guard for a number of years. And, and working that that third shift was no problem. And now, if you ask me to do that, there's no freaking way I would submit myself to that. I mean, even no. just my, my buddies want to go out like like on a Friday night. And it's like, you know, I'd really rather just go home and get to bed at a decent hour. So I think there is a time when that, that switch is flipped, but I couldn't tell you for sure when, when I flipped it. No. And I don't think there's a magic number. I don't think it happens at 30. I don't think it happens at 40. Like when I woke up the day of my 40th birthday, I didn't feel any different, but, 
there's a there's I'm going to say a constant decline. I'm going to say from 30 on, mm-hmm. and it's a slow decline, but a, a, a constant decline of just the bullshit you can put up with. I mean, yeah. listen, you were here. Uh, what was it? Two weeks ago now yep. for the, for the Maximus Method certification. And listen, I had a great time with you in my house, mm-hmm. but I went to bed a little later than normal. I wasn't eating my normal food. Uh, I was probably up a little earlier than normal with you here. Uh-huh. And I didn't have downtime in the afternoon. And, and as much as I love having you here and as much as you're welcome anytime, it affected me. Yeah. And I know you from traveling and sleeping in a, in a strange bed and being on a different schedule. There was that there was that one night you were just exhausted. Yeah, I just completely crashed out. I mean, completely crashed out. And I mean, same thing. You know, I got back and it was super fun. We had a blast. We got a lot of really great stuff done. Uh, but then getting home, I mean, I'm still just kind of like chasing my tail to catch up on, on recovery and get back into a normal uh, uh, you know, schedule, nor- normal rhythm of life. It just, it takes a little while, you know, whereas no, again, if, if I was 22 years old, it wouldn't have even been a thing. One of the reasons we're talking about this is because there's this whole myth out there now that 40 is the new 20, right? That yeah. you can be, you can be a 40 year old man and you can have sex like you're 20 years old. Uh-huh. There's a fountain of youth. You can party like a rock star. You can have six pack abs. You can be as <laughs> fit as you've ever been in your entire life. I mean, just look at the commercials we're inundated with. Um, there's these pills always on TV. Uh-huh. I can't remember what the brand is. Uh, the The spokesperson for it is a baseball player named Frank Thomas. Mm-hmm. And it's all about increasing your libido and increasing your testosterone naturally. Yeah. I haven't looked into the product. I don't know if it is naturally but or natural, but there are a bunch of commercials for testosterone use too. Yes. Like yeah. everyone trying to regain their youth. And I'll tell you, I think testosterone and, and human growth hormone to a degree, they are two of the most overprescribed drugs uh, in the United States. Right oh, yeah, now. I agree completely, completely agree. And and there's there's some real negative side effects to being on them that I think people just ignore. Well, for sure. And it's because that need. I mean, you're a 40 year old man, a 41 year old man. You are full on in a midlife crisis. Yeah. Uh, maybe you suffer from a lack of confidence. Maybe you feel uh, some type of regret because you didn't know what you you know, you didn't accomplish everything you set out to accomplish. I mean, I don't know where it comes from. Because I certainly don't feel like I've had a midlife crisis. Um, But you get these guys and they engage in all kinds of shitty behavior. And and it ranges from buying a – I don't know what those two-seater BMWs are called. It's the same (laughs) as the Mazda Miata to me. It's no different. It just just screams midlife crisis. Just screams insecure. You go dump all your money on a Porsche or a Ferrari. And and of course, if you are in a midlife crisis, and I'm going to let some people have it right now, you're also the guy that can't just buy the Ferrari. You need the Ferrari Uh keychain, the shirt, the fanny pack, and the visor. So when you park your Ferrari and go into the restaurant, everyone knows it's your Ferrari in the parking lot because that's important. You start banging your secretary. Uh-huh. You cheat on your wife with the nanny or whatever you you know have <laughs> access to. But what goes along with that is this testosterone use because people desperately want to feel young again. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. To me, it's an easy way out. Like there's a way to feel young, and we're going to talk about it in this podcast. Mm-hmm. You can sleep more. You can eat better. You can exercise. You can take efforts to de-stress your life. But frankly, that's too hard for people. Yeah. Why not just get a cream that you can rub on your skin mm-hmm. or a needle you can stick in your ass or the, my other favorite is the armpit deodorant that yeah. Yeah. has the <laughs> testosterone in it and there's a commercial about it. There's actually a commercial where you see a, 
an old guy and I don't know how old he is. He's, he's gray hair. He's a silver yeah. fox. Yeah. And he's got a girlfriend that's about 20 years too young for him. Uh-huh. You know, half his age. That's always, yeah. And they show this guy just miserable. And then he puts on the armpit deodorant and he's smiling and it's sex every night and they're holding uh-huh. hands and his whole world is happy. And then the warnings come on. Don't hug your children if you use this stuff. <laughs> Keep it away from pets. Keep it away yep. from your wife. Don't use it in public. This will cause, not may cause, this will cause prostate cancer, heart attacks, strokes. And yeah. you're like, holy shit. I mean, I'll I'll stick to a to a woman that's, you know, in, in my age bracket and having sex once a week over all that stuff. Yeah, right. Shit, if I use this stuff, I can't hug my kids. But but these people are so desperate for youth that they're going to use a chemical that they probably shouldn't be getting. And the other thing that kind of bugs me about it is I've worked with a lot of people mm-hmm. and really helped them regain their youth through training. There's a different psychological thing that happens when you earn it. When oh, you yeah. show up to the gym every day and work out, when you have to go through the blood and the sweat and the tears, when you have to suffer for it, when you have to set your alarm and take time to look after yourself during the day, when you've got to set a sleep alarm so you know you have to go to yes. bed at 8 o'clock at night, when you make these sacrifices, you become that person from the inside out. Yes. And, found- and yeah, nothing worth having comes easy. You know, nothing that comes in a pill is worth having. Like earning it is so much better. And that's when you feel really young. And yeah, really strong and, and, and really virile. Well, like, and then and the, the other part of that is like then the results are real, too, as opposed to the guy who's on testosterone cream and has a, you know, 225 pound max deadlift. I'm so glad you brought that up <laughs> because there's two things for me. Right. Number one, I I behave like I'm 20 in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I have a very healthy sex life. Uh, I, I I can lift a lot more than a lot of other people in the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely fit. I would I would rank myself as one of the fittest people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I could still fight professionally. I mean, I'm doing pretty damn good, yep. but every little bit of it is earned. And from the inside out, I believe that. Right. And so- even if I feel a little off one day, I can snap myself out of a mental funk easily because I've been doing this for years and it's earned and it's changed the fabric of my being. Yeah. When you when you cheat, you don't have that because you know it's an empty shell. Yes, exactly. The, the second thing is, listen, I, I, I can't imagine how strong or how fit I would be if I was on testosterone. Right. Like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know for those of you that, that, that watch, uh, Marvel movies, I think I would be like Thanos with all the infinity gems. <laughs> I mean, I'm already a freak of nature. If you give me some yeah. fucking testosterone, yeah. Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm like a, like a mutant at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing that I wonder is you get these guys that go on this testosterone trying to regain their youth. And again, they can only deadlift 225 mm-hmm. or they can't bench press their body weight or they don't have a six pack. Right. Like, right. How lazy are you and what the hell are you doing with your free time? Well, yeah. And then again, the, the, the promises of this fountain of youth, you know, and these these limitless strength gains. And then, yeah, you're still walking around with a beer gut. Like, well, that's exactly it. You know what? Every part of you is not even 40 at that point because you and I have proven what a 40-year-old man should look like or can yeah, look yeah. like. You're a 40-year-old businessman that's having his midlife crisis. You hop on your testosterone. Guess what, bud? You still look like a 60-year-old with your shirt off. Well, I mean, think about like, you know, performance enhancing drugs. Like what is your current level of performance that you're enhancing? 
If it's being yes. a lazy piece of shit, guess what? You're an even lazier piece of shit. You know what I mean? Well, that's that's exactly it. And 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 we go off on this. And I want to I want to I probably offended some people. <laughs> I sincerely apologize if you're in your feelings about this talk. <laughs> there yes, are yes. medical situations Absolutely. where somebody needs testosterone. I get it. 100%. But it's not the amount of people that are out there. Like mm-hmm. It seems today someone goes into, and this is going to lead well into our talk, that someone goes into the doctor and they have low T. Great. Mm-hmm. But the doctor's not going to tell you to fix it by sleeping more or eating better or getting right. on an exercise program. Right. You're not the person that needs this stuff. The person that needs this stuff is a person with a severely damaged thyroid. Yeah. yeah. It's not the person that doesn't take care of themselves and they're too lazy to do anything about it. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about how to regain your youth the natural way, which, which we think is the good way. Right. And the effective and, way. And you actually did this. We talk in, it was episode two, mm-hmm. about how you, uh, you'd let yourself go, frankly. Yeah. And you had aged, to be honest with you. You look younger now than you did when I met you. Oh, 100%. I look 10 years younger. And it was, well, I watched you do it in three months, which mm-hmm. really isn't that long, to no, be honest not really. with you. You worked out twice a day. You slept eight hours a night. Mm-hmm. You ate the right food. Mm-hmm. And, and, and here you are. Yeah. Imagine what you would have been robbed of if you would have cheated. Well, yeah, and, I, fact, would, and, and, I, and I guarantee I would not have gotten the same result and I wouldn't still have that result. Well, that's exactly it. You've changed your life for good. Yeah. Um, and, and that brings up another point. What happens if you do this the wrong way and you get off this stuff? Yeah. So here's, here's the dark side about drugs. And if you want to know the real reason I haven't done steroids in my life or haven't gone down the testosterone road, you know me. I'm OCD. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a psychopath. <laughs> I'm, I'm driven, uh, beyond probably anyone you've ever met. Yeah. What would happen to me, Joe? You're a close friend. If I went on testosterone and could deadlift 750 pounds one day, and then I went off and the next day I could only do 500. Oh, you'd be suicidal. I mean, you'd like be... I, would be, I, I, don't, I don't think I, I will tell you, I am too weak to mentally cope with that. Yeah. I like feeling the way I feel and I wouldn't want to go from feeling like a 20 out of 10 to a 2 out of 10. Yeah. And that's what happens to people. And they deal with bouts of depression. Mm -hmm. They, they, I mean, they fall apart because you've got to go off this stuff at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like seeing what your potential is and then realizing how far you are from it. God, it's kind of like, I, I, you know, it rubs your face in what you haven't been doing. You know, there's a big difference between somebody who just starts taking taking testosterone supplements and starts working out versus somebody who's put the past 20, 25 years of yeah. training into it. Yeah. Like I don't think I could cope to be honest with yeah. you. Um, but, but you did it the natural way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've done everything the natural way. And, and I know a lot of people out there have, cause I've helped a lot of corporate executives regain their youth and regain their life mm-hmm. by, by doing this stuff. And so, you know, if you guys uh, have a chance, if you haven't heard our earlier podcast, certainly go back to podcast two to listen to Joe's story of his transformation. But there are some things that you can uh, incorporate in your life right now. When we talk about training over 40. I feel like we should almost call this podcast living over 40. Right. Yeah. Because it's it's not just the gym. And to be honest with you, we talked about how we behaved when we were younger. I mean, I was a savage human being and, mm. and, and you were as well. It's not just about the training in the gym because I don't think that needs to change that much. I mean, it needs to change a little bit, mm-hmm. but 
the biggest thing is the lifestyle outside the gym. Yeah. So we've talked about no drugs. Mm -hmm. Do it the right way and get the mental benefit from it. Right. And be patient with it. Don't don't be looking for shortcuts. No. And and honestly, it's funny you say that. If you're not willing to take three months to do this, shut the podcast off right now. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to your lazy little life. Just quit. Give up. Yeah. Because it took you three months. Yep. I'm not asking for eight years Mm -hmm. of your life. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking for three months. You can't commit to something for three months. Reevaluate your life and your and your commitment and your world perspective, if you will. Yeah, exactly. So understand you're going to do it the right way. So the 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 first thing we really want to do, and we'll tackle what we call the low hanging fruit right now. Mm-hmm. Get eight hours sleep a night. It's pretty easy, and it's non negotiable. No, you you have to. I mean, when you look at, there is a chemical change that happens when you sleep a lot or you don't sleep a lot. And sleeping less than five hours a night will cut your testosterone and human growth hormone in half. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for that injection, if you're looking for that drug, just double up on your sleep. It's like you're getting the drug. And it's one thing for me. I do notice it the most. If I get four hours sleep, I'm a write off the next day. Mm -hmm. I get eight. I am good to go. And I can hang with the kids, so to speak. Yeah, and I guarantee, too, if somebody's out there who's only gets, you know, five or six hours of sleep and they say, oh, you know, I'm great. I could, I could totally operate on five or six hours of sleep. That's different than how you would operate on eight hours of sleep. Like, you can get by on five hours oh, yeah. of sleep, but you thrive on eight. So thrive. And people, people take it like some kind of badge of honor. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I, I can do this on four hours of sleep. Great. I'm glad you're good at sucking yeah, on exactly. four hours sleep a night. Yeah. Like you're just, you can deal with the suck factor. Get your eight hours and, yep. and, and feel supercharged. The example I always give about this is the iPhone example. Mm-hmm. If you leave the house early in the morning and your iPhone is only recharged, uh, and it could be Android. I'm not, I'm not picky, <laughs> whatever phone you have. But if it's at 40%, that thing doesn't last through the day. No. No, you can't check your email. Yeah. You can't use Gmail. It's useless. You leave with a hundred percent charge. You're good to go. Yep. So think of the bed as the charger. You're the smart device, the phone, the whatever, and, and and charge your batteries. And it's amazing. There's actually a study done. I think it was in Lights Out, Sleep, Sugar, and Survival mm-hmm. that there was basically two control groups, and they had a group of people uh, in one do nothing different, and obviously nothing happened. Mm-hmm. The other group ate the same, trained the same. Did everything the same. The only thing they did was they got, I believe it was 10 hours of sleep in a fully blackened out environment. People in the study were losing 10 pounds, 15 pounds, 18 pounds of body fat just from sleeping 10 hours a night in a blacked out environment, Mm -hmm. which is incredible. That's the only change they made. And that's a, I mean, if, if I could give you a pill that made you do that with no side effects, like you would take it in a heartbeat. You would spend all the money in the world to get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that is better than a pill for yep. real. Yeah. And it costs nothing. Nothing. Well, that's not true, Joe. You'll have to go to bed early in yeah, this, okay. this quarter fair. of the basketball game. I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's pretty rough. Like, yeah. I mean, really, like what kind of sacrifice are you, are you making? My wife and I are really driven people and she wants to be one of the best powerlifting women in the world, if not the best. She's going for a 450, 500 pound deadlift. And uh, she's realized the importance of sleep. And we go to bed at nine o'clock tonight or or, or not tonight. We will go to bed at nine o'clock tonight. But every night we try to be in bed at nine o'clock together. Yeah. Just so we're sleeping by 930 and we're up. If the baby wakes up early, 
we're good. Yeah. If he's yeah. up at 530. We've had eight hours. And, yep. and, and, and so we're good. And what an amazing difference it makes. So that's the first thing. Sleep and make it in a blacked out environment. I could go on and on about the science about this. Mm-hmm. You sleep better. You will produce more testosterone and human growth hormone sleeping in the dark. Yeah. And, and a little sleeping mask isn't the same. No. Like the room needs to be dark. Light hits your skin, you wake up. Yep. The next, ditch stress. I will never forget, Joe, I went to a university with a guy and he was a stud rugby player. And, you know, he's a handsome guy, gorgeous physique, strong, virile. Saw him five years later and I swear he'd shrunk two inches, put 50 pounds around his belly, was balding, <laughs> like just completely fell apart. Yeah. What happened? Stress. Stress. And you'll see it. People will age before your eyes. Mm -hmm. The person aging doesn't see it. The person under the stress doesn't see it, but everyone around them notices. Yep. And so if you can just ditch stress from your life and listen, we're going to do a whole podcast on, on, on stress. So I won't get too (laughs) far down this rabbit hole, but your bad relationship, if it is bad, you got two choices, fix it and put in the effort to fix it or get out. One of the two. Yeah. If you're in a job you absolutely hate, fix it, learn to love it, or get out and get a new job. Well, and remember, too, if we're talking about over 40, like you've had some time, like hopefully you're in a position where you, you can put your foot down about some stuff at work, too. You know, you shouldn't be the new hire at this point. No, but you also, abs- you're also at a point where you just you don't have to put up with that workplace BS like you've no. done that. And you shouldn't. Don't get stuck in traffic. Rid yourself of toxic people. Mm-hmm. I mean, just do what you can do to stay away from stress. And and I will tell you, I can work out the same every day, Joe. You know my schedule. Mm-hmm. If you add stress to my schedule, like the seminar two weeks ago, right. and understand when I'm talking about stress, I'm not talking about just negative things. I'm talking about extra input to the system. You coming here was a very positive experience, but mm-hmm. it was stress on your system. Yeah. You didn't have your food, your things, your bed, your support system. Right, right. So when you're under stress, like I have a seminar, that's a lot of extra work added to my week. It exhausts me. Mm-hmm. So start limiting your stress. And there are some things you're going to have to deal with. But for the most part, limit it and you will see a huge change and also a chemical change as well. So the next, food. Because food's got to change as you get older. <laughs> yeah, and you, you don't you know, have the margin of error you had when you were 20 either. So you really got to keep this dialed in. No, so the easiest one, ditch alcohol. It yeah. does nothing good for you. And listen, I'm not an abstainer. I, 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 I drink on occasion. Mm-hmm. But I rarely ever get drunk because it costs me too much. Right, right. Can't do it. You want to drink every now and then? Great. Mm-hmm. But you've got to monitor how it affects you. When we talk about that in, in, in light of stress management, too, some people are like, well, you know, I like having two, three, six beers because it, it relaxes me. Like maybe at that moment it does, but it's actually adding stress to your body in the long run. Yep. So like yep. the next day, you're not going to feel de-stressed. You're going to feel even more stressed. Why not just have one? Yeah. You know, and, and, and so I get that completely. And like I said, we don't have to abstain, but watch your intake and watch the behaviors that go along with drinking. Yes. Like I, I often laugh. You know, I don't have to show up at the bar at 11 o'clock at night. I don't have to start drinking at 11 o'clock at night. Like if I want to drink, I'm going to start at six, be drunk by seven and in bed at nine Mm -hmm. so I can get a full eight hours. doesn't work that way. People stay out late. Yep. They make all kinds of bad food and life choices. Yep. They, I mean, that's what costs you. So now you're, 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 it's a, like it's a double negative. Yeah. But if you can ditch alcohol, easy. 
the next one, and this is probably the most important in my opinion, eat real food. Yes. Get rid of all the processed garbage. You can deal with McDonald's when you're 20 years old, when mm-hmm. you're 40. For a lot of people, that goes right to your gut. Yep. So get rid of it. Eat real food. What does this mean? If it's made in a lab, don't eat it. If it wasn't a food 100 years ago, don't put it in your mouth. If you can pluck it from the ground or from a tree or kill it with your bare hands, eat it. If you can't, stay away from it. Anything else on that? Uh, if it has a label, it's suspect. Yes, exactly. So so start watching what you put in your body. If you just ditch alcohol and eat real food, I've done that with people. They've lost 30 pounds in a mm-hmm. month. And, and, and I, I get it, too, like, that. especially if you've got a job and like, oh, well, I have to eat out or I'm traveling all the time. Like, you're just going to have to make better choices when you can. Don't just settle for whatever that restaurant is offering that day. Like, if, if you're if you're trying to change your lifestyle, you've got to take control of these things. So convenience items are rarely ever going to be a good choice. No, and I remember that seminar we, we, we did. Uh, a lot of you may know this or may not. I've worked with a bunch of various tier one assets in the United mm-hmm. States military, travel all over the United States uh, to do that. And, and Joe, we were teaching together yeah. uh, in Florida not long ago um, to a special operations group. And we had date night every night at Applebee's. Yeah. But it didn't mean that you and I had to order the loaded potato skins. Right. We didn't have to drink beer. We didn't have to eat the frozen French fries. I think I think one night we had ribs. Uh, another night we had a burger without a bun. I think you like pretty you much had ribs make, every night, if I remember. But yeah. I, I, I may have. <laughs> but I, you know, you can make a reasonable choice. Yeah. I'm not saying that that food is still the best in the world, but it's a lot better than making a bad food choice. Yeah. And yeah. the other thing too, and time to pay some of our bills. Here we go. Use our sponsor, meatlocker.com. I mean, you know, for me, I get steak, chicken, bacon, pork delivered in the mail every month. So I can make a good food choice. Yeah. If it's, in, rarely, if it's in the freezer, you're, you've got it. If it's empty, I've got it. you got to make a bad choice. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not caught at a point where I'm home. Yeah. The, the, the baby's in bed and, and, and Lisa's out or whatever. And now I'm like rooting through the cupboard for some package that I don't want to eat. Right. So go to www.meatlocker.com and fill your freezer, have some meat on hand. And we've also got to thank our other sponsor, Lalo Tactical, www.lalo.com for the best in shoes and tactical wear. If I was you, I mean, here's the real secret. Get the Maximus shoe. Yes. Put that thing on. You don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to eat food. You don't have to sleep. You don't have to do any of the stuff we're saying. You're just going to wake up like Bobby Maximus. Yep. And that's actually the secret to your transformation. I remember the day you started your three months, we sent you the shoes. That was it. That was the magic secret. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, get yourself a pair of those. Use the code Maximus20, 20% off. It won't shrink your gains by 20%. You're going to get full potency on the effect of these shoes will have on your life. Absolutely. But um, all, I'm, all, I'm, all kidding aside, the meat locker was instrumental to my transformation just for that reason, because I had good quality food on hand all the time. Uh, and I'll leave it all uh, again. Shout out to Lalo, because having a good training shoe, I mean, it, that's representative of the efforts that I made in the gym. Right. It was like I was taking care of myself. I had good quality equipment around me. I was making good quality choices in the gym. Um, so a good, good quality choice for footwear, Lalo, every time. Well, it does help. And the reason I was joking about that, Joe, is one, I, I genuinely, you know, I, I, I like to fuck around a lot, right. you know, me. <laughs> but number two, there are people that are listening to this and they're saying, well, I don't want to sleep at night. Yeah. 
I don't want to ditch alcohol. Mm -hmm. I don't want to eat healthy food. Then don't do it. Buy the shoes and hope by like the good (laughs) grace of God, the power of Bobby Maximus fills your soul and you wake up ripped. Yeah. Like, I mean, if that's what you're looking for, because a lot of the advice we give people is real, but they don't want to follow it because it's too much work. Yeah. Yeah. So then don't buy a pair of shoes and hope. I mean, I don't know. Go buy a pair of Air Jordans and hope that an NBA team calls you tomorrow. Yep. You know, so I mean, that's it, why it could I happen. I'm, you know, sure. <laughs> I, I did, Have you seen that movie with um, I, I don't know what he goes by now. Little Bow Wow, Bow Wow, Shad oh, Moss. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He gets he gets the Jordans that were yep. like struck by electricity. And all of a sudden he's, <laughs> he's in the NBA. I think it's called Be Like Mike. I mean, hope that that if you don't want to do this, hope that that works for you. Then. Yeah. Yeah, you could be the one in a billion. Sure. Why not? Yeah. You know, maybe you get maybe you get a pair of shoes I actually wore and, hey, and my hey. sweat will somehow make you powerful. But yep. back back being serious, eat some real food. There's all these supplements and I get it. It seems easy to to take a supplement or take a pill that's going to promise you all kinds of performance increases. Probably won't work that well. And honestly, don't ask me about supplements if you're smoking, drinking, not sleeping, and eating shitty right, food. Right, They're not going right. to work for you. At that point, what are you trying to supplement? Yeah. Um, and, and think about what it's called, a supplement. It's It adds to an already regimented uh, schedule of good behavior. If you've got 98% of your nutrition dialed in, then a supplement may have a positive effect but if you're like 50 50 on nutrition like what are you hoping to gain by taking that whatever pill you want to take yeah be it creatine be it protein be it fish oil like you can get most of what you need from real food already so again if we're talking about real food your need for supplements should decrease dramatically no and again we're not against supplements not at all like i take supplements you take supplements but it's on an already really good foundation of good behavior. It's more for me, as we talk about this, the mental side of going into supplements. I'm not taking it expecting a miracle cure. Right, right. You know, so now- Well, we'll we'll uh, have to do a whole podcast on supplements. We will, and we will do a thing on nutrition, uh, supplements, things like that. If you do want to learn about nutrition, buy my book, Maximus Body. Mm -hmm. You can get it on, on Amazon. Uh, you can get it on on iTunes or iBooks. Uh, you can order a, a a real copy in the mail, I guess, if anyone does that anymore. Um, <laughs> but you know, there are a bunch of chapters on nutrition and stress and sports psychology that will help you with all this stuff we're talking about. But let's move on to training now yes. because that's that is going to be important. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that that we should talk about with training, I'm going to say is training volume and intensity yeah. because that's, that's probably where if you're listening at home, where you've noticed the biggest difference between yourself as a 40 year old man or woman and a 21 or like a 20 year old man. And woman. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you're 20, you can go hard every single day. You can go hard fact, twice a day. You can go hard twice a day and you feel great. I'll never forget something Randy Couture told me. Uh, I don't expect any everyone to know who he is, but he's, uh, in my opinion, one of the greatest UFC fighters of all time. Yes. Uh, he was UFC heavyweight champion. And I asked him once, I said, Randy, how do you do this? Like, how do you train like we train? And he said, Rob, I can only do it twice a week. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? He goes, you can show up and go hard Monday morning, Monday afternoon, Monday night, Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday night, he goes, I've got two times a week that I can go really hard and everything else has to be planned and scheduled and restorative. Yeah, yeah. I go, wow. 
And he even told me, he goes, anything you can do in the next hour, I can do better, but I can only do it once. Yep. Like you can do it again tonight. And and that was an interesting thing for me to hear. I didn't really un- understand what it mean meant till now, mm-hmm. really. But if I go super hard in the morning, I might not be able to go super hard at night. I might need to go easier or a lesser intensity because I can't, I can't do it. And, yeah. and also the intensity of which I could just train now is not the same as when I was 20. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. If you're, you're pushing yourself to like, to like blackout, you know, you're, you're, you're going so hard, you're going blind in a workout. Like again, at 20 years old, you can do that and bounce back in five minutes. Yep. Like now you're done for three days. Well, and you, you may be at home thinking, well, Bobby, that's not true. I see you and Joe on the Instagram and you guys go crazy. (laughs) You go really hard. Well, understand that's a relative term. Yeah. We've been training for 25 years, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and so you can't just look at a 40 year old's intensity and be like, well, you know, obviously they can go super hard. I could have went harder when I was 20. And the example I give everybody, do you see a 40 year old athlete or a 42 year old or 43 year old athlete that's just entering their prime in a professional sport? You don't. Nope. They're trying to hang on. Yep. They were better at the physically. Mm-hmm. They might even play better when they're 40, but that's because experience is involved. Yeah. Yeah. Your body is more suited to this stuff as a 20 year old. So when, when you, we talk about training volume and intensity, both have to be adjusted. You can't train as much as you did when you're 20 and you can't train as hard. Exactly. By the way, this is assuming again that you have a lengthy training history and you actually trained when you're 20. Yeah, if you're coming off the couch, like you've spent the last 20 years literally doing nothing, trying to jump in to do, you know, two a days is a surefire way for injury. Absolutely, but I was I was even thinking of that in a different way. You could be more fit at 40 than 20. Oh yeah, 100% you can. I think you should get fitter and fitter as you age. I don't think you should just assume that because you're getting older no. that your fitness has to slip. No, and especially if you did nothing at 20 years old. Oh yeah. Like if yeah. you find fitness at 40, you could be the most fit you've ever been in your life in yeah. your 40s, but you were still better suited for it at 20. Yes. That's yes. the thing. So keep that in mind that you have to adjust volume and intensity. And what I recommend is alternate workouts through the week. You want to work out three times a week? Great. Four times a week? Great. Five times a week? Great. But go hard, easy, hard, easy, hard, easy. Yes. yes. Or maybe I should rephrase that. Not hard and easy. Mm-hmm. Because when I say hard, people picture themselves in a, in a, in a pile of vomit, right. rolling around on the ground in sweat. When I say easy, people think it's a walk. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Do something that challenges you and is enough stimulus to cause change. Mm -hmm. Then do something that's restorative in nature. So how would this play out? Some some moderate weights on Monday or some some a good weightlifting session on Monday and then a good cardio session on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And you can sweat during that cardio session. You're giving your joints a rest. Yeah. From yeah. from from the, the muscular work the day before, from the weights you lifted the day before. You are changing the focus. In a way, you're building recovery into the program. Well, and you mentioned like restorative work, but also like address your shit. If you've got a wonky shoulder, like you've got to put some work in on that every day. Do that yep. PT that you never do. You know, do those exercises you know you need to be doing. Because it doesn't have to be soul crushing, but it is definitely gonna help you on the hard days nope. if you're putting you- the work in. Exactly. And you can do mobility work and yeah. understand you don't have to crush yourself every day because what I see is people crush themselves Monday, Tuesday, and then they end up having to take Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday off. Yes. Yes. You can't do that. So hard Monday, easier Tuesday, hard Wednesday, 
easier Thursday, hard Friday. And just understand you can get some good work done on those hard days mm-hmm. or sorry, on those easy days. Yes. I mean, and, and I like to look at it, too, as like on, on Monday, your, your quote unquote hard day. Uh, maybe you got the clock running. You know, maybe yep. maybe you've got a number you're trying to hit. Maybe there is some sense of competition in the gym, which we'll talk yep. about on the off days. I do not run a clock. I'm nope. not doing things for time. I'm, I'm basically just kind of training by feel and just trying to get, like you said, to that point where there's a stimulus. There's some growth occurring, but it's not detrimental to what I want to do the next day. No. And you might be confused out there. You might still be thinking, well, I still don't know what's a hard workout and what's an easy workout. You'll figure it out. Yeah. You shouldn't be training so hard that it puts you in a hole that you can't train the next day. Yep. You shouldn't be going so easy that it doesn't feel like work. So start to monitor how you feel. And really, you should be able to show up five to six days a week and feel energetic. If not, if you're beating yourself down, if you're getting hurt, you need to make some changes. Well, and I, I forget who said it. Somebody said it, but it was you can only really do the work you can recover from. Yep, exactly. So figure it out. Yeah, and it's going to be different for everybody. You know, yep. what, what, what is soul crushing for one guy might seem like a walk in the park to the next. So it's, exactly. not, it's not like a, a one size fits all thing. And again, you have to figure it out for yourself. Next, don't do stupid shit. This is such a big one. This is a big one because something happens to a man as he gets older. He gets an ego. He gets some pride. He's got to prove something. Got to prove something. Maybe he gets a little insecure. And all of a sudden, you're some 43-year-old that's found fitness, and you're going to compete with a 20-year-old stud at the gym. Yeah. Don't fucking do it. You're asking to get hurt. And I see this all the time where people are trying to be 20 again and doing all kinds of stupid stuff, and they blow their knee blow their back, blow their shoulder. I would think that your purpose of training, if you're 43 and start picking up weight training, I hope you're not trying to play in the NFL. I don't think you're the type of person that's trying to make the NBA. You're probably trying to be good at life. Yeah, yeah. Then you end up going the other direction and you really start sucking at life. Well, that's exactly it. You you used to be able to get out and move around and do things and now you can't even walk down the stairs because you destroyed yourself at your CrossFit gym the day before. And why? Because you're trying to compete at a named workout that that 90% of the free world has never heard of. Yep. Like, it's funny. When you tell somebody you deadlifted 400 pounds, they really have no clue what you're talking about because they can't even imagine lifting that much. Yeah. So does it really matter whether you do 375 or 400 or 425? Like, don't do stupid stuff. Yeah. I mean, even even both of us have deadlifted over 600 pounds. Yep. Would people, and we almost got into, well, we were in a competition at one point to see who could deadlift more. Yeah. But you know what? Nobody gave a shit except for us. Exactly. So I look at that and I'm like, well, we were stupid. Thank God we escaped without breaking our backs. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because I don't think anyone would have respected us more if one of us would have got to 650. We no. wouldn't have more listeners on the podcast. Our voice wouldn't be more valid. You got Thor Bjornsson out there and, and Eddie Hall deadlifting over a thousand pounds. I mean, who yeah. cares who can deadlift 600? No, and 600 is so far beyond what normal people can yes. even fathom. Yeah. Why try to compete? But this is true for everybody at every level. No one cares about your named workout. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about your row time. Nobody cares. So I'm not saying don't compete. I want to make that clear. You should compete with yourself. Mm-hmm. You should drive yourself to be your best, but not at the expense of injury. Right, right. Compete against like a, a, a group of peers at your current level, right? Yeah. Try to try to help the group get fitter. 
Don't jump into a group with a bunch of 21-year-old sharks and expect to swim. And don't look on the internet and be like, I want a workout that's going to smash me. Well, is your goal to get smashed or is your goal to be the best version of you that you can be? That's what I would ask. So lose the ego and understand you're here to get better. Recovery is a must. We hammered this earlier in the podcast. Yeah, yeah it's stress non, management, non-negotiable. Sleep, but in this sense, we're talking about more than just sleep and stress relief. You're gonna need some massages. Yeah, you're gonna need some chiropractic work. You're gonna need some stretching and mobility. You're like an old car. Your brakes need more work. Your yeah. alignment needs more work. You got some rust spots. You got some mileage, so you got to take care of the what, machine. You know, what is it that they say in that Rocky movie? You remember, I think it's um, Rocky Balboa when he's fighting uh, Mason the Line Dixon. Mm-hmm. And his coach says to him, your bones are brittle. You can't <laughs> walk. You got arthritis. You're old. Do you remember that line? Yes, yes. When he's yelling at him, and it's so <laughs> true because there are days I get out of bed and I feel like I can barely walk. Uh Like there are days, I'll be honest with you. I feel like the 20 year old. There are days I feel my age. In fact, a lot older because I've got a lot. And I'll tell you, I I have seen a definite correlation between when I'm doing my restorative work and I'm Mm -hmm. feeling good versus when I don't think I need it and I feel old. Yeah, for sure. So massage, stretch, mobility, sauna, hot and cold baths and showers. Mm -hmm. We could do a whole podcast on that stuff alone, but you're going to have to start doing restorative stuff. And again, it's not not one size fits all. Find what works for you. No. And and I'll tell you, Joe, I'm in the sauna every damn day Mm -hmm. and I'm in there for 20 minutes of hot and it should be as hot as possible, 180 degrees. And then I do a five minute ice cold bath or shower. Mm-hmm. What does that do for me? Testosterone goes up. Human growth hormone goes up. These things called heat shock proteins are released. These mm-hmm. cold shock proteins are released. My skin looks better. I look younger. I sleep better at night. I mean, there are, uh, there's a girl, Dr. Rona Patrick, who talks about this a lot. Mm-hmm. I, she's, you know, I, she understands the sauna as, as, as well as anybody, but it's a really good benefit. I do that. I go for recovery walks. I stretch. Yeah, I do mobility work. When I have a chance, I'm on the foam roller. When I can get a massage, I get a massage. When I can see the chiropractor, I see the chiropractor. This is what it takes to be me. I'm mm-hmm. 40 years old. And, and honestly, for every time I'm in the gym, I try to do one to two restorative practices. That might not be a real realistic for everybody, but the point is do as much as you can. Yeah, it's really hard to overdo that, that structural and recovery stuff. Yep. Next, lifestyle. A lot of people don't talk about this. And yeah, we've talked about stress relief, but in terms Mm -hmm. of lifestyle, I'm talking about more physical activity and how you move your body and use your body during the day. Let's face it, a lot of 40-year-old men and women are working at desks. Yes. You're sitting all day. And and I don't know. I've heard that thing that sitting's as bad as smoking. I don't know if that's true, but I kind of feel like it's true. Mm -hmm. Like it cannot be good to sit at a desk for eight to 10 hours a day. And everyone I know who does do that, they have bad backs, bad knees, bad shoulders, they're fat, their skin looks bad. Like it doesn't look healthy at all. And and on the flip side of the spectrum, everybody I know that's, that's really fit and really healthy, they can't sit for 10 minutes. That's right. You know, so go back to the seminar two weeks ago. Right. I'm, I'm like over pedaling on the bike and eventually everybody was getting up, moving around, still engaged, still listening, still still taking notes. But they just could not sit still. What what did you at the seminar? Weren't you on the bike for three hours, I think, on yeah. a Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. Just spinning, doing stuff. And yeah. even this podcast, if you ever hear me kind of like shuffling around in the background, it's because I stand for most of it. Yeah. I'm not just seated on the couch doing the podcast. I try to stand. 
Um, I've got in my kitchen even one of those, uh, what would you call it, Joe, that island? Yeah, that's about, it's island. Uh, I don't know, it's higher than a normal, a normal uh, mm-hmm. countertop. Um, it's an extra high countertop. I'll set my laptop up there and I'll do work while I stand up because mm-hmm. sitting is bad. So try to be active. Try to move. Try to take walks. Try to play with your kids more, but do physical stuff throughout yeah. the day. And, and on you the know, flip side of that spectrum, like I have a, a part-time job and it's fairly physical. I mean, I'm going up and down stairs. I'm carrying stuff around. So some days I almost treat that like sort of a, a restorative workout. If I know I'm going to have to be going up and down the stairs, like uh, yesterday I did a whole bunch of air squats. So yep. normally my legs would be pretty stiff and pretty sore, but like I knew I'd be moving around doing some, it's it's a maintenance type job. So I, I move around a lot. Uh, and at the end of, uh, it, it's part-time four hour shift. Like I actually feel better just because I was up and moving around versus just plopping down and just sort of like letting everything fall apart. So if, if yep. you're, if you're a desk jockey, like you need to add some movement. If you already have kind of a physical job, like you can, use that as part of your restorative practice. Well, for sure. And that's why we talk about lifestyle because I've seen 40-year-olds make incredible changes. I mean, I know we've talked about going to the gym, Mm -hmm. but I also don't think you need to go to the gym all the time. Yes, it will help. And we'll get into that in a minute. But if you didn't drink, well, actually, let me ask you, you're a professional. Mm -hmm. Joe, I've got a client that's 40 pounds overweight. Mm -hmm. I've got him to quit drinking. He's agreed to it. He's going to do it. All right. He's going to sleep eight hours a night. Mm Mm-hmm. He's going to de-stress his life mm-hmm. and he's just going to walk an hour a day at night. And in the day when he works at his desk, he's going to get up every hour and do a few squats and push-ups. Do you think that person can make a life-altering transformation? 100% yes. J- just off that, without yeah. going to the gym, you will see that person regain their youth in a heartbeat. Yeah. And that's what really is 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 a problem with the world today is it's why people get old is because they don't do this stuff anymore right we eat like shit we drink we don't sleep and we sit on our fat asses all day yeah and, th- and there's a pride in how much stress i can have dumped on my yeah. life you know correct those things and you'll fly um you may be wondering if you are one of those desk workers listen guys this is great but i i, I can't just like move around all day well i'll put this challenge to you and i want to see some people post about this every hour on the hour just do 10 squats or 10 push-ups if you're at work for eight hours a day What's 10 times 8? 80. Mm-hmm. You do 80 push-ups a day or squats times five days a week. That's 400 a week times uh, you're 40. You probably got a bunch of vacations. So 45 work weeks a year. That's 18,000 push-ups or squats. My question is, have you ever done that in your life? No. And if you were so, a betting man, would you put money on somebody who'd done 18,000 push-ups the past year or somebody who'd done nothing? Well, that's exactly it. So even if you are at a desk every hour, get up and bang out a few reps of something. Yeah. Maybe get the standing desk at work. Mm-hmm. Maybe every hour go for a walk. Maybe get up and stretch, sit on a Swiss ball instead of a chair. There's things you can do, but fix your lifestyle. Um, I'd said you could make a transformation without going to the gym, but I do really believe the gym is a must. Just make some time for it, even if it's not for a physical benefit, for just the discipline of showing up. Mm -hmm. Understand you're not there to compete anymore. Lift weights because I think weights will really help you, especially as you get older. Everything from posture to body structure to looking better, but you don't have to max out anymore. No, no. The risk is just far too high. And and not, honestly, you're not going to impress anyone anyway. No, not with a 300-pound deadlift. Yeah. Not with a 400-pound deadlift. Nope. There's enough people out there walking around with well over 500 pounds that you ain't that great. Yep. But you can lift and worry about form. Yeah. Winning winning looks different 
over 40. Like it's, it's not yes. about winning the workout. It's not about winning some competition. It's like when your pants fit, you're winning. Yep. When your wife is happy, you're winning. When yeah. you feel better, you're winning. Exactly. When you see your abs for the first time in 20 years, mm-hmm. you're winning. When somebody comes up to you and says, wow, you look incredible for a 40 year old. Listen, I cannot hear that enough. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it makes me feel good. Like I've accomplished something. Yep. So you, you, you attend the gym and if you are new to this, you don't have to go crazy right off the bat. No, not show up an hour a day and do some stuff, lift some weights. And you can even just Joe, if you've never lifted weights before practicing form. Yes. Can make a, I wish, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm working at a, at a gym now and I just, I wish more people would back off the weights and just move correctly first. Yes. It's, you know, oh. (laughs) And it doesn't need it to be complicated. I mean, we are going to talk about it in one of these podcasts, how to put together a good workout, Mm -hmm. but show up to the gym Monday. I mean, actually, I'll give you guys a program right now. So get your pens out or your smartphones and your little notepad Monday, show up to the gym and just practice the deadlift. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite ways to do this, it's a 10 to one ladder. Do 10 reps with a really lightweight, put a little bit of weight on and do nine, a little bit of weight and do eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. When you get to one, if it still feels really light, add more and do a couple of what I call moderate to heavy singles. Yeah. For most of you, uh, men, you might be at 225 to 300 pounds at this point. Women, what do you think, Joe? Somewhere between 115 and 185. Yeah, yeah. Which is a wide window, but I mean, yeah. Yes. For your heavy singles, just don't let your form break. Lift to the point where you can still maintain good form, but it's heavy enough that it causes you some stress. Your back starts to round, your grip starts slipping, stop and move on to the next exercise. Yes. From there, go do 20 minutes of moderate to difficult cardiovascular exercise and then do 50 crunches to finish the workout. There you go. The next day, come in, practice some bodyweight push-ups. Push-ups are great to build your chest and your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Now, you you may think that the deadlift was a hard workout and it may be hard. Listen, your back might be sore. Your hamstrings might be sore. So you might ask yourself, well, earlier they told me hard, easy, hard, easy. Well, we're doing upper body on Tuesday. Yeah. We didn't say that that recovery was easy. We just meant you had to change the intensity somehow. So your legs are a little sore. Great. Use your upper body. So practice some pushups. I don't even need a format for this. No. Just take 20 minutes and just practice pushups. Maybe then, you get 50, maybe you get 100. And and I like doing ladders for this, where you're going to do like one perfect rep, take a little break, try to do two. I mean, maybe you get to, to five and your fifth one is just, it's hard. Your form's starting to break. Go yep. back to one and then try yeah, to work up could, to five again. You could use machines. Yep, absolutely. Do, do three sets of 10 bench press, three sets of 10 lap pull downs, three mm. sets of 10 shoulder press. But just practice some upper body movements. Then go get 20 minutes of cardio and do some abs again. Wednesday, just lifted weights for twice, you know, Monday and Tuesday. Hmm. Maybe you're sore all over. So do an hour of good cardiovascular activity. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be hard. Not really. Nope. Nope. And this is one of those downtimes we're talking about. Yeah. Thursday, because you just started on Monday, Tuesday. And understand I'm aiming this as a person that's never trained before. Mm-hmm. You're still sore from head to toe. You're miserable. You're unhappy. Take a five-pound weight and do 100 Turkish get-ups. 
work yeah. on your mobility. And the Turkish get is one of my favorite exercises for mobility. Do 100 Turkish get-ups, 50 aside, mm-hmm. slow and controlled, alternating left to right throughout. And that's, Friday, I, know, I know that 100 sounds intimidating, but it's honestly like it feels good when you're done. It feels really good. It's not a terrible workout. No, it takes 30 minutes. And then Friday. So we've done some deadlifting. We've done some upper body stuff. We did some cardio. Uh, we did some Turkish get-ups. You know what? practice some air squats and some lunges. Mm-hmm. So just squat a little bit and practice some reverse lunges. I don't know, five sets of 20 of each. Do more cardio and some abs, go home. Saturday, go for a two-hour bike ride. Play some squash, go for a swim. Yeah, I mean, just, if someone just, just did that, active. Joe, yeah. yeah, they'd get really fit. Yeah. And then start from there. Now, now that might seem like a total beginner program because it is, but if you're over 40 and you're, and you're fit, you've trained before, add to that. Yeah, it's it's like if that's it's too the base. much. Take a little bit away. Yeah, you can always ramp intensity up. You don't. It, it, it's not like there's some you know secret sets and reps and percentages that'll get you strong. I mean, if there yep. was, that's all that anybody ever would do. In fact, even talking about you know magic pills, if there was one that worked, everybody'd be on it, guys. Let's let's well, be that's, real. That's the truth. And and listen, at this point, understand that it's not about working out till you go blind. Right. It's not about being a badass. It's not about pushing beyond a reasonable limit. You're not rowing till you fall off the rower and mm-hmm. you want to die. You're not throwing yourself on some stupid fire that doesn't <laughs> exist. You know, you're you're there to to fix your shit not be broken uh learn good movement patterns and be good at life yes yes you know and and there are exercises you never have to go again and this is kind of the last thing we'll talk about because we're kind of running out of time here Mm -hmm. but don't be tied to certain exercises if you have a bad back no one says you have to back squat right which can be hard on the back you can do front squats or goblet squats yeah effective both are very effective if you have bad shoulders you don't have to do wide grip pull-ups you can Mm -hmm. do neutral grip that's with your hands kind of close together and facing each other it's easier on your shoulders it's easier on your elbows you don't have to do behind the neck press for shoulders and listen i think it's one of the best exercises for developing big shoulders but not if you have mobility issues. Yeah, it just it can make highlight it worse. those bad issues. Yeah, so exactly. just do some dumbbell press with the dumbbell slightly in front of your chin. Mm-hmm. Use a machine. Do yeah, Turkish get ups for your shoulders instead of the behind the neck press. There you go. Exactly. You know, so anything that hurts you, don't be that person that's like, well, I have to do back squat because I saw Bobby and Joe back squatting. No, you could, I mean, I don't think you ever have to squat again. You could just lunge and do single leg work and get a huge benefit. Absolutely. You know, when I was in the UFC, Joe, guess how much I deadlifted? I had no idea. Ever? I I have no idea either because I didn't deadlift. Yeah. Guess how much I back squatted? Who knows? I don't know because I didn't do it. I mean, I did push-ups, pull-ups, and dips, and, and I sprinted. Yeah, yeah. It's good enough, so don't get tied to an exercise that's going to hurt you. So that's the other thing is understand as you get older, there's going to be some shit that you can't do. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make or break your program. Exactly. And then finally, use resources. And I'll pump our own tires here. Yeah. BobbyMaximus.com and JoeSabula.com. Mm-hmm. I'll spell your name because it's t- tricky for people, but J-O-E-C-E-B-U-L-A. Did I get that right? You did get that right. So JoeSabula.com, but we have programs on there. Mm-hmm. We have articles that you can read. There's diet stuff on there. Uh, maybe invest in an online coach. Like it's funny. People will spend money on booze. People will spend money on their girlfriend that is not their wife. Uh-huh. People will spend money, and I laugh because what a fucking despicable thing to do. But people will do that. Yeah. People will spend money gambling. People will go buy a two-seat BMW, but <laughs> spend a cent 
on their fucking body. Right. Like cool that you have a nice car, but you look like shit and you feel like shit. Uh huh. You're not fooling anyone. I'd rather drive like a garbage car and feel great about myself. What was that? Would the rock say that it's not the car you drive? It's the arm hanging out the window. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's a beautiful phrase that I am stealing. So rock, if you're listening, (laughs) that is now my phrase and I will take full credit for it. But I mean, seriously, like what you're willing to go spend 100K on a car, but you don't want to spend a little bit of money on some online coaching services Mm -hmm. or just a a private trainer, you know, like get get some lessons, get somebody that that knows what they're talking about. It can show you how to move and help you figure figure out where you're broken and and how to fix it if it can be fixed. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's really funny. Like I had an argument with somebody cause I thought I was too expensive and this person had just went to the Kentucky Derby and spent $9,000 on a lunch Yes, for like a bunch of their business associates. I'm like, whoa, 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 back up. You can't afford like my relatively measly personal training fee, uh-huh. but you can afford to spend nine grand on a lunch. You're not the person to work with me. Yeah. Cause yeah. a, you don't value me, but you don't value yourself. That's the big thing. That's what gets me. Because you yeah. de- devalue me all you want. That's just a matter of either I didn't make the pitch or, or you know, you, you just don't see the value in it. But, like, you're devaluing your own health by saying you're not willing to spend. You know, like what I don't I don't know what you charge for online training, Joe. I know you train all kinds of different people. But mm-hmm. there there are people, let's say it's let's say it's $200 a month, $300 a month, shit, even $500 a month. Um, there are people who won't pay that. Right. But again, they'll spend that on booze. Yeah. They'll spend sure. it on a on a on a sports car. And without they'll batting spend an it, eye. Yeah, they'll spend it on shirts and pants. They'll spend it on cologne. Like yeah. you know, I it, it, great you have some cologne and you don't stink, but you still look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, again, it, it's you're not, not helping. Fooling anyone. You know, it's it's kinda like my mom <laughs> used to say, and it's a horrible thing to say, but like just because you put lipstick on a pig doesn't make it pretty. Right. And I'm like, right. yeah, that's uh that's that's not nice to uh, <laughs> overweight people if that's what you're implying. But I mean, it's true in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't cover this stuff up, you know? So um get yourself an online coach and Joe, you actually, you actually do online coaching with people. Um, I do corporate, uh, coaching with people and, and online fitness, uh, coaching with people. So you guys get in touch with us. If you're interested in the stuff, Joe and I will find a solution for you. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, invest in yourself. That's a big one. And, and buy yourself some good organic food. Yeah. Yeah. Don't skimp on the food. Like just, you're, uh, who was it? Uh, Terry walls, Dr. Terry walls said it. You're going to pay the cost. And you can yeah. either pay it up front by buying like organic fruits and vegetables and spending a little bit more more money on quality food, or you're going to buy it down the line when your health deteriorates and you're getting yeah. hit with medical bills. Spending on hospital bills. Yep. So that's that's it. Training over 40 wrapped up. There you go. Uh, we may have to do a part two on this because there's a lot here. But <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. This has been great. Again, we'd like to thank our sponsors, meatlocker.com, the the best in steak, chicken, pork, bacon. Get yourself a Maximus package. Use the code Maximus uh, for some percent off from us to you. And then also Lalo Tactical, L-A-L-O.com. Get yourself the best uh, footwear, the best tactical boots, code Maximus20, another gift from uh, Joe and I to you. And thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you got a lot out of this. And, and, And I did, Joe. I mean, this is something I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, I love being the 40 year old that's more fit than everybody. Oh, yeah. And uh, I want to be like this when I'm 50 and 60 and 70. And I would love for people to feel how good this feels. Yes. Yes. Because, again, talk about like understanding the value of investing in yourself. When you feel it, you'll know it was worth it. 
Yeah, and, and you did it. You have a better perspective on than me because you just did this. Yes. Like you went through your transformation and 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 you tell me all the time how great you feel. Yep. So so give that gift to yourself. Listen to this podcast. Hopefully it inspired you. Uh, get to our websites, bobbymaximus.com, joesabula.com. Read, learn, research, and get your ass to work and, and regain your youth. The last of the-